Hey guys, and welcome back to Unknown Serial Killers. For the month of January, we'll be talking about killer nurses and or killer doctors. Last episode, we talked about Charles Cullen, and that was just the beginning. As always, viewers' discretion is advised because we're talking about murder, violence, and possible drug use. On this episode, we're talking about the angel of death and Richard Angelo. Let's get started by talking about the angel of death. Donald Harvey was born April 15, 1952 in Butler County, Ohio, but was raised in Kentucky. He dropped out of school in ninth grade and began working in hospitals at the age of 18. Harvey's first medical job was an orderly at the Marymount Hospital in London, Kentucky. He later confessed that during the 10-month period he worked at the hospital, he had killed at least a dozen patients. His second victim was killed in the room with Danny George, a 12-year-old child. Harvey was insistent that he killed purely out of sense of empathy for the suffering of those who were terminally ill, but also admitted that many of the killings were committed were due to anger at the victims. The full extent of Harvey's crimes may never be known since so many were undetected for so long. He did not use any particular modus operandi and used many methods to kill his victims, such as arsenic, cyanide, insulin, suffocation, miscellaneous poisons, morphine, turning off ventilators, administration of fluid tainted with hepatitis B and or HIV, and an insertion of a coat hanger into a catheter, causing an abdominal puncture. Cyanide and arsenic were his most used methods, with Harvey administrating them via food or injection. The majority of Harvey's crimes took place at the Marymount Hospital, the Cincinnati VA Medical Hospital, and Cincinnati's Drake Memorial Hospital. At various times, he worked as an orderly and or an autopsy assistant. Harvey did not limit his victims to helpless hospital patients. When he suspected his lover and roommate, Carl, of infidelity, he poisoned Carl's food with arsenic so he would be too ill to leave their apartment. He poisoned two of his neighbors, sickening one, Diane Alexander, by putting hepatitis serum in her drink and killing the other, Helen, by putting arsenic in her pie. He also killed Carl's father, Henry, with arsenic. After keeping his crimes hidden for 17 years, Harvey slipped in March 1987. An autopsy on John Powell, who had died abruptly after spending several months on life support following a motorcycle accident, revealed large amount of cyanide in his system. Harvey became a person of interest when investigators learned he had been forced to resign from the Cincinnati VA hospital after he was caught stealing body parts for occult rituals. At the time, most hospitals did not vet orderlies as closely as doctors or nurses. When they brought Harvey in for questioning, he confessed to Powell's murder, claiming he had euthanized him with cyanide. In August 1987, Harvey pleaded guilty to 24 counts of first-degree murder. In accordance with the plea agreement, he was sentenced to three concurrent terms of life in prison. The plea agreement allowed prosecutors to speak to seek the death penalty if more murders came in light. With this in mind, that November, Harvey pleaded guilty to Laurel County, Kentucky. Circuit courts killing nine patients at Marymount in the 1970s. He was sentenced to life plus 20 years to run concurrently with the Ohio sentence. Ultimately, Harvey pleaded guilty to 37 murders. However, 
he confessed to killing as many as 50 people. Harvey was con- incarcerated in the Ohio prison system on October 26, 1987. On March 28, 2017, authorities reported that Harvey had been found in his cell severely beaten. He died on March 30, 2017. On May 3, 2019, fellow inmate James Elliott was charged with aggravated murder and other charges related to the death of Donald Harvey. In September 2019, Elliott was sentenced to life in prison after pleading guilty to killing Harvey. So that was just instant karma for him. He killed all these people for no reason and his cellmate turns around and kills him. Richard Angelo was born on August 29, 1962, to parents who were both working in the educational sector. His mother was an economics teacher, and his father was a high school guidance counselor for the Lindenhurst School District on Long Island. He graduated from St. John's the Baptist High School in 1980 and then entered a two-year nursing program in Farmingdale State College, where he was well-regarded honor student. Angelo first came to the attention of the public in October 1987, when he was suspected of poisoning a patient at Good Samaritan Medical Center. He was accused of injecting Jaralama with Pomeland via his IV. The patient felt unwell after the injection and later paged a nurse to help him. Angelo was arrested for assaulted for the assault on the 73-year-old patient because he was the only person to match the description given to the police. Following his arrest, Angelo confessed to having poisoned other patients with Pavillon. As a result, as many of 30 recently deceased patients were exhumed and examined for traces of these powerful paralyzing agents. It was later concluded that he had poisoned at least 35 people at the hospital while working there for seven months. The poisoning resulted in 10 deaths. He claimed that his motive was to portray himself as a hero. After poisoning his victims, he would wait until they went into cardiac arrest and then come by and save them in front of his colleagues. He was held in Suffolk County Jail for more than a year awaiting trial. He declined to pay $50,000 bail, fearing for his safety, given the high-profile nature of the case. In December 1989, Angela was found guilty on two counts of murder, one count of manslaughter, and one count of criminally negligent homicide. He was also convicted of assault in connection with deaths of four other patients, and he was suspected of being responsible for several other deaths. On January 25, 1990, he was sentenced to 50 years to life in prison. He was 27 years old. He is serving a life sentence at the Great Meadow Correctional Facility. And it always comes to say that nurses always are supposed to be the people to look after you before the doctor does. And in this case, you can never trust any of these nurses at all. I really hope you guys enjoyed these two episodes of unknown serial killers of about killer nurses. As I always tell you guys, be nice to people because you never know who they killed. See you guys.